Welcome to the Western Front. This is episode 21 today, 21 today. I've got the kid at the door. I'm 21 and more. Okay, Tim Gossett again. Steve Allen with you. Now, this is Steve Allen from the Sports Department, who is, may I just say, for those who go, oh, yeah, I've heard of Steve. I've seen Steve's work. Steve is Mr. Podcast when podcasts were podcasts. But what Steve will be hoping to tell you is, well, he's going to start off with an apology to me on the podcast yeah, right now. Because, And thank you for being so cheerful because <laughs> this is now the third take. I just accidentally deleted a 20-minute recording. And you know what I say about that, don't you? Yeah, yeah first, I, shouldn't, I well, shouldn't have stopped it. Just don't stop it, mate. Just Leave things alone. It. Get your fumble fingers off. And I will say this. My best work is now on the cutting room floor. So whatever the, whatever the podcast family is going to be listening to, the Western Front right now, it's my third bit. Because then you had another crack and you yep. blew that as well. Yep. So... Let's get straight to it. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I am being, putting on a smiley face, but I just wanted to start one thing. Yeah. To Dean Olive, this is at Dean Olive, D-E-N Olive, to Spiller 666, also to Shibs lower underscore 1989, and to the other people who had liked it, uh, oh, Sandra Sully, Anthony Cooman, Karen Lennox-Bradley, Jason Scott, Mia Mamaletti, Hamish Brayshaw fan account, Freddie Mitchell, Daniel 3963260, Michael Miller from At Sniff Forever, uh, Ashley Little from Stagash, um, Perth Pitchers at Gunrunner420, Sarah Sabula, uh, Pablo Ekibra, um, Mr. Nair83, and Carla Guy. Thank you for understanding why the podcast wasn't posted on a Monday and for liking it. Because what happened was, we didn't post yesterday because we got caught up in in the huge news day, didn't we not? There's a bit happening. Yeah. yeah. So we had to put the podcast on the back burner. And as we've done twice this morning, similarly. No, no, as you've done twice yeah. this morning, let's stipulate that. I'm just a star. I don't do all the technical well, things. It, as it helps because so many trades went through yesterday. <laughs> so oh, as we go to yeah, as we record Tuesday this, early doors. So thirty six hours remaining in the AFL trade period. Barely anything's got done. Your man got to your club, Tim Kelly. Well done, but there's still a lot left undone. It's it's dragging on way too long. Do you think you could step in and get these done in a flash? Okay. Yeah. So I, so I am the trade mediator, whisperer. Okay. No, that, that's that's taken, isn't it? Is it? I am the <laughs> I am gostratatus. Okay. Gostra gostratatus. Do you think that'll catch on? No. <clears throat> okay. I'm ready. Hit me. So Bradley Hill needs Done. to get to St Kilda. How? He goes to St Kilda. Change of pitch port because because St Kilda also want to get hold of uh, Dougal Howard and Paddy Ryder, so there's going to be some pick exchanges there. So like twelve and eighteen, and those players go back and pick. So St Kilda will get their hands on pick ten, I think, from Port Adelaide what to Frio. Okay. So Frio get ten, so that's their first rounder, and I do believe they'll either get a first rounder for next year or a very high second rounder or whatever. And so, so, so that it'll get done. Bradley Hill will be at St Kilda, and could very, as we stand in this very hot sauna, very small booth, the Bradley Hill deal could be being signed off as we speak. But he will end up at St Kilda, 
and Fremantle will get a first rounder at least one, maybe even two. So the next big deal that needs Very to be big done deal. is Danaher. But first, yep, first. Papley needs to get to Carlton. Carlton. And then there has to be an exchange of, say, pick nine, which means Sydney will have five and nine along those lines, I think. And they will have to send that to Essendon. Essendon are not going to budge. So he's going he's gonna to stay there. And Essendon are very bullish about saying, too bad, mate. There's no mitigating circumstances why you have to go to Sydney. So is it going to happen? He'll go to Sydney. Okay, so it's done. And done. it's all picks. Done. It's all very boring. Might be a picks. player. Robbie Fox, like, I'm not saying it is Robbie Fox, but it might be a Robbie Fox type player thrown in as a bit of... What are you saying? A talented player yeah. maybe doesn't get the full... Yeah, the and would play run. 18 to 20 games at Essendon. He's quick, takes a good mark, kicks a long ball. Essendon could use him. I think Essendon wouldn't mind a player as well. Can Josh Bruce and Alex Keith get to the Western Bulldogs? They can, and I think Keith's a very good pickup. And I, I'm not so sure on Josh Bruce. I can't quite understand this, why he wants to leave. But anyway. Um, it's the destination club now. They are the destination club. Who wouldn't want to get to Whitnoval? No, Who? there's a St Kilda destination club. They're both destination clubs Yeah, St now. Kilda's a destination club. Zach Jones wants to go there from Sydney. Brad Hill wants to go there. Uh, Dougal Howard. Paddy Ryder. Does it take much to get Zach Jones to the Saints? No, nah, but, he, but he'll, he'll almost be the last one because there'll be some swap picks late and then a player here, there and everywhere. This is simply based on one major card has to fall or a card has to fall. And I do believe it is the Brad Hill card with those picks from Port Adelaide. Once that's done, things will speed up. And so, they could be happening right now, Steve, as we stand here. We could walk out of here and say, there's another 30 minutes of wasted time. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, no, they'll all get done in the last hour of the trade period. Um, so, next one to get done, Josh Jenkins. Can he find a new home? Wow. So, I was driving to work this morning to the podcast, early morning, right, for preparation. So it was about half past four this morning, and I was just Oops, driving along. Did you down the wrong path here. Yeah, so, so anyway, no, but it wasn't at half past four, but it was just before eight o'clock. And I was listening to Basil from Chewett Hill and Steve from Kalgoorlie. Yes. And they had that sports guy, Kim Hagdorn. Yes. I know I like Hags, put it out there. 100%, I think Hags is a good digger, right? Digs hard for stories. Flies a lot of kites. Some fly, some don't. That's the industry you're in. But I will say this, he did say, and I quote, that Josh Jenkins is a bit of a wuss, and I nearly drove off the road. Josh Jenkins, six foot six, man mountain, huge mark, massive kick, hard. I reckon he's tough, tough, big body, tough. Fremantle could do with him. He no wuss, mate. So I I think he might have the wrong bloke. You've driven up the price. Nah, Josh Jenkins, yeah, Josh Jenkins' price is too high. That's that's the bit that's... that's what that's is the, the price? Well, they reckon he's on a six hunch. Okay, that's that's his wager for for a pick. Aren't they, aren't they only after low end? He might just end up staying in Adelaide. But if I was Fremantle, they have been crying. Tabner is not a key stay square full forward. He is a centre-half forward. He's better in movement, better in space. Hogan... He's a better midfielder, mate. So He's a wingman. You want Josh Jenkins at Frio. Doesn't he want to go to Victoria? He does. But Gloucester Park. See, if I was WA Trotting Association, <laughs> or I was Fremantle, I'd be getting WA Trotting Association to get onto Josh Jenkins because he loves his trots, loves his horses. Get Josh Jenkins a membership at Gloucester Park or Pinjarra. Put him down in Byford. Make him live down in Byford where there's horses everywhere and flies, but horses everywhere. 
get into Frio, but he's not a wuss hags, and I would, and I reckon that's sort of that's that's red rad to a bull. Josh Jenkins is not a wuss. You could stay at Bob Mormill's place. Bobby, great man, Bob Mormill. The, the he's a legend. No, he's, he's given up the horses. Has he? Yeah, health health's got hold of him. No, no we good. wish him well, Bobby. Good man. So Joshy Jenkins has got time left on his contract, and he's quite highly paid at Adelaide. Could do a lot worse than have him at Fremantle. But may I say this, and I mentioned this on the Twitter yesterday, and got inundated with the number of votes that we received, Steve. Yes. I sort of said, a unnamed Fremantle player, current listed AFL player at Fremantle, mm. made a, a comment about, we just don't want to be a dumping ground for blokes who want to further their careers but not bring no benefit. Basically inferred that. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying James Aish is that type of player, but I use James Aish as a lever to ask the question. Is James Aish in your best 18? Is he in your basic squad of 26? Is he just a list filler? Or is question why? 20-odd percent said best 18. 26, 20, 30 percent said best 26. So less than half basically have said they think that he's in the best 26 players at Fremantle. Now, I don't know. Now, James Ace has spent a lot of time not playing AFL in the last few seasons. He's had some knee injury. Concussion. Two two concussions. Knee injury, concussion, and he spent some time in the VFL. And he was at Collingwood. So on the fringe. He's at Collingwood, mate. At a good team. Very good team. No, no, better than good. But Justin Longmill would know, wouldn't he? Yeah. You have to back... J-Lo on this one. You do. 100% you have to do. So, so uh, they're good, But you don't bring him in to say, okay, oh, he's going to be a wingman. He's not a wingman. I think he's a defender. I think he's a halfback. What pick? What pick gets a steal done? Oh, at best a second rounder. At best. Ooh, no, Late second. Lower than that. Really? I would have thought so. Lower which way? Be, third rounder. Third rounder. Oh, really? Fourth, maybe. Grand I mean, final player two years ago. Was in their finals team this year. Didn't have great finals and stuff, but... They're trying to squeeze him out. Yeah, but, yeah, so you have you hold the whip hand. But at the same time, is, is he under contract at Collingwood? has to be. We might not get a deal done here. No, no, we'll get a deal Fourth done. Rounder. He'll end up at Fremont. He's got three years and he, want, he wants longevity. If, if, he, if he's got one year to go at Collingwood, he's got to take the three years at Frio. I'll be staggered if they give up a second round of four. Can you confirm or deny this? And you are one of these type of blokes. Can you confirm or deny yep. that he rose to fame? So this is James Ace, right? Born in South Australia. Yep. Played, drafted to Brisbane. Played in Victoria with Collingwood. Now could end up in Western Australia. So his career will end up at either the Swans and or GWS, <laughs> fair to say, right? Or new Tassie team coming in. Yep. Can you confirm this with me? Is James H. the bloke who walked in with an umbrella, yet his partner or bride didn't have a... Like he was walking with the umbrella yeah. and it was pouring rain and she was getting drenched? That, that was a story for a couple of days. Now, she came out and backed him and said that picture didn't tell the full story. Right. He was actually a perfect gentleman yep. and had it looked after. But yeah, most people might remember him better for that <laughs> at this stage. Yeah. Does he wear long sleeves? Uh, yeah, I have seen him in the long sleeves. Yeah, it's a worry. Why? Yeah, so my so because because it is. Players. Well, you're in Western Australia. You don't, well, yeah, you can rattle them off for me. Silvani. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, now we're back in the d- deep dark depths. What about now? The other Silvani. His son. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, no disrespect. Cade Simpson wears the yeah, long okay. sleeve a lot. Have you noticed the sim- synergy here? We're all at one club, Backman. mate. Carlton. Backman. Backman. <laughs> Carlton. Um, uh, yeah, who else? Who else wears long sleeves all the time? Did Nick Malcheski wear it a bit early days? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Reckon but we've seen now, Steve. Sh- what about today? 
Who wears long sleeves today? So if James Ace is coming to Perth and he's going to be playing at Fremantle, do you think he should take out the long sleeves? And you know why blokes wear long sleeves? Because it hurts their arms when they take a chest mark. Because that's what I used to do when I was a kid. I used to wear two jumpers, one in case he hit me on the chest and hurt me, or the long sleeves so it doesn't sting my arms, Steve. I always think it's cold, other than recording in this box here where it's... 40 degrees. We're sweating at the um, storm. Now, just can I just take you all the way back? Because we're talking the trade of James Ash. So long we all get James Ash. So this is my point. No point having James Ash as another halfback. So have they got plans for Nathan Wilson, but I think he's a springboard halfback. Mm-hmm. Ethan Hughes, who I think is a ready-made midfielder. He's a bull, mate. He's tough. He needs to be in the midfield. Does he have the tank? Question would be out. But Fife needs help. And Hughes could provide that help, which allows Ash to go to halfback. Is Hughes a good enough kick? Work on him, mate. That's the problem at Fremantle all this time. Oh, do you reckon Nat Fife's a good kick? He's not the best, but he's Nat got Fife is a, special mate, skills. Mate, elsewhere. Nat Fife is a bona fide superstar, and we all love Nat Fife's football. But his kicking is atrocious for a ready-made superstar. Absolutely horrendous. And I don't care what anyone says, and I can feel the pushback coming already from the Fremantle fans. Ah, there you go. No. No. You will have to admit, he burns the footy more than he should. He gets it a lot, but his percentage of effectiveness is low. Thank you for tuning in to the Tim Gossage Doesn't Care What Anyone Says podcast. No, I don't. Podcast. I don't. I do, I'd no, love no. feedback. You've said it several times. Oh, but I love feedback, but it's got to be Too constructive. Much, I think. Nah. Can you get Jack Stephen yeah, done. to Geelong? He's gone, mate. He lives in Geelong. He lives actually at the ground. He lives at the G-A-M-B-A, N-B-A, T-A-B, C-B-A, N-A-B, Oval. What is it with the real estate journalists who get involved with the AFL trade period? Mm-hmm. So what are you telling me? Well, what's ha- I still don't know what's happened with Alistair Clarkson. No, he's living there. Alistair Clarkson is living in Coburn. Holidaying? Or no, no, living? bought a house there, moved the whole family over. Kids are yeah. in school, didn't get the gig. <laughs> he's going to commute. Is this because that he's forked out for a golf Club membership or something Royal like that. Royal Frio. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did Brendan Goddard ever get that membership? Yeah. And he was like, you know, I think BJ, uh, BJ, who, may I just say, I like Brendan Goddard, but he adds nothing to the trade talk. He's so far disconnected to the trade talk. He was, he pots everyone. He reckons no one's worth anything. He's so funny. I love him. He's, yeah. he's light and shade, but jeepers, Maybe creepers. you two should get a podcast. No, nah, he doesn't you like don't me. I don't think he likes me. Why not? Because I think that? we're very similar. I think okay. we both hate the world at times. Okay. Imagine you, Brendan well, Goddard. I've seen you uh, throw the lollies off the table. I've seen you demolish a couple of bags of lollies in one go. Do you remember the time you sent me down to the shop to buy the chockies? And I, they were on special. <laughs> yeah. So I used everyone's money. I bought like a week's load of chockies. Yeah. And you ate them all in one shot and got really sick and said, <laughs> no, you're not... You're not doing that anymore. I do. I see that. I, and as you can see, I've I'm, I've trimmed down quite. Yeah, you got off the chalk milks, the yeah. iced coffee. Yeah, but that, oh, that's eleven years ago. Yeah, but I've lo- I, I don't I don't have as much junk as I used to. Oh, how's that worked out since I came to the station? You are a disgusting pig. Okay, mm. just so the listeners know, this bloke is jockey, right? Steve Allen, you are jockey size. How many kilos? Jed set. Share with the listening audience, how many kilos do you weigh? The last time we got on the scars. 74. 74. So you could lose 20 kilos and ride in the Melbourne Cup. In fact, you could lose you could lose 17 kilos and ride in the Melbourne Cup. Anyway, I've never known a bloke to spend scared. more time at takeaway food stores in my life. So do you have breakfast? Uh, not usually. Okay. okay. Do you have the dinner? The other half 
Uh, once it, I'll, I'll have breakfast. Yeah, I have dinner. Okay. And what's the normal fare for dinner? Uh, dinner's sort of a meat and salad. Okay. So lunch is your... I, it's me time. <laughs> you are a I don't want to pig waste of an eater. Any time. So just Mate, get what's quick. Just to remind you, you wasted a good twenty five minutes of my yeah. time earlier today. All right. Hey, we're gonna take a break from the podcast. Only gonna be a short one today. Not a lot happening. But you know what? We just want to confirm one thing. To those people who didn't hear the podcast, and I mentioned your names earlier, thanks for your patience because we were meant to post yesterday and we didn't. But today, it's Tuesday. It's early morning. A lot of this chat that we've had about trades and getting jobs done could all be null and void and surplus to requirements. Bottom line is, we're still delivering for you. And, Steve, the runners are in the barrier for the 2020 Mel- 2019 Melbourne Cup first Tuesday in November. Channel 10 is the host broadcaster mm. of the Melbourne Cup. And, Steve, may I just say to you, there is some outside noise happening that possibly... On the Monday prior to the Melbourne Cup, that Tim Gossage may be posting a Melbourne Cup, pod, Melbourne Cup podcast. Who, who will you be with? Oh, the great one? racing man. Who's that? Lockie Reed. <laughs> Lockie Reed. Yeah. Uh, will he bring his silks? He'll bring his silks. He'll bring his whip. He'll bring his spurs. Yeah. He'll bring his saddle. How close do you reckon Lockie Reed's been to a horse? He or he or he always near a horse. Anyway, <laughs> we'll take a break and come back. Plenty more to come. We're going to talk all sports. And don't forget, this is called the Western Front Podcast. W Front W on Twitter. Let us know. Share the love. Share the love. Hi there, I'm Sandra Sully. At 10 Daily, we pride ourselves on delivering great stories about the things that matter. From the biggest news of the day, right through to what's clicking, what's hot, what's happening now. We have it all covered. 10daily.com.au Welcome back to the Western Front Podcast short break. And let me tell you, this is a Tuesday, so we've downloaded on a Tuesday. Thank you for listening. Now, we do need your love shared because I went on to the um, the said bits where you can check out how many people have been listening to you and where you rank in the world of rankings of sports podcasts. Um, now, I don't know whether it was a mistake or it was broken, but we didn't get on the chart, and mm. that's not cool. Second week of Steve Allen. Usually second, no, it's just, better second after no, a start. It must have been a. It must be broke anyway. All right, <laughs> let, let, let's talk. Let's talk all things sport. What else you got for us, Steve? Well, what else we're going to talk I about? I wanted to know because I'm always interested. Football's done. I want to know how you feel about other things. So I want you to, out of ten, talk about them if you want. Okay. Rate the so, following. Rate the following, righto. Bathurst. Loved it. Busy Sunday, but watched the last 10 laps. Mm. Loved it. Intrigued by it. The coverage is amazing. Uh, Just so many cameras and so much. You feel like you're in the car. Great result. Loved it. But they could cut it down by about 150 laps and just make it a... (laughs) No, but serious, why not? Just make it a (laughs) 10-lapper. I don't know that that'll get Same with the Melbourne Cup, mate. Melbourne Cup is 3,200 metres. Make it from the home turn. No, that... You're being silly. But why do we have to endure? It's an endurance race. Okay, fair enough. But I, but I do like the Bathurst. Did you give us a score out of 10? It's a, an 8 out of 10 for my personal enjoyment. Okay. Lamello Ball. They won, Illawarra won their game against Kent. You've started with a bit of a yeah, no. shake of the head. No, because I don't know enough about him and he's only a kid. He takes the game on. From what I've seen, his skill level is amazing. 
Can't hit the three from beyond the arc, from the three-point line. Um, but when he can, he'll score big. But I'm going to make a prediction. Mm. Gostradamus, see my ball? I've, I've polished them, right, last night. He won't be here till the end of the season. Okay. Right. He, 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 well, mate. He filled Perth Arena, uh, but the RAC Arena. The didn't fill Wollongong. Well, how second many home game. They got? Doesn't matter, mate. Second home game of an NBA number one draft pick. Homicide reckons he's done enough to be the number one draft pick. I'm telling you, Lamelo Ball will not survive to the end of the year. Okay. Mitch Marsh. Stupid. Yeah. And I love him. I love the Bison. Love him so much. I put I put my proverbials on the line for him so often on Twitter, social media. When everyone's bashing him, I'm no 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 no. Not cool. Silly boy. He knows it. Doesn't need to be admonished anymore. It's going to be costly for WA, costly for him, and costly for Australia. And he's come through so many bad backs and hamstrings and all that, but a self-inflicted hand injury when you had time. So you've got time. Yeah. You've, you've got out. You're walking snail's pace off the ground. He was walking slow. There's your frustration. That's it. Do you have a favourite tantrum? I mean... The, the, so the vision's yeah. not there. Yeah. We've seen yeah, Clark oh, punch Oh, is in my own one? No, no. Oh, I have one. Okay. What's the best? I'm going over tantrum? here because I'm about to yell. No, let me have my tantrum first. I was driving my car yesterday and I was behind a lady. Now, it's road rage, but not road rage. Always windows up. I don't gesticulate. I don't give the bird. I don't do anything. I get hands on wheel. Lovely lady in front of me would have been doing 30 in a 60 zone. And then she got to the green light and stopped, indicated right, but still stopped. It was green. So I just went, Help! Mm-hmm. It's a bit ordinary, Tim. And the light changed to red, and we both sat there. And did you look at the lady? No. Mm-hmm. No. Calm. You know what I always say? If I get angry on the road, because I do, I do get angry, I just pretend the car in front yep. that is... Annoying me, or whichever car sure. is being driven by my mum, and okay. all of and the you would never yell at her anger. No. Goes, well, mum driving no. about. She might so lose I'm not a gesticulator, and I don't get out, and I don't pull up next to people and point the finger. I'm not. I'm not a road rager. So internally, I was frustrated. I needed to get somewhere, and I was held up, and I could have pulled out and gone zooming past, but it's just not cool, and I don't like it. And I yelled and screamed, and I hurt my throat. Oh God! She heard me. I think. That's why we couldn't record the podcast. <laughs> um, so sporting wise, go go back. Sporting wise, best tantrum, favourite over the years. Do you need it? If you need time to think about, it, I've got one. Yeah, and no. this is this is one that was very recent, and it could have helped Mitch. It was a curious one. This one kind of flew under the radar because he 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 lost his cool, but he he went to the sideline. He requested a toilet break. He calmly walked off the court. He walked down the corridor. And the the I don't know. The corridor cameras are following him the whole way. And so is the official because you can't leave the court without an official. And he and he goes into a room and he, sh- for all intents and purposes, should have been in the locker room alone. Toilet. No one can see. He's then smashed the rackets down on the ground, gained his composure, walked back calmly out with two rackets that are smashed to smithereens. So that's funny. Yeah. I find that amusing, but he got heavily fined for that. Yeah. Heavily fined. No, my mine, for the best part of m- most of the frustrations, is certainly been uh, um, 
Mick Malthouse's when he was coaching West Coast and how angry he would get in the box, hitting the glass. I remember there was, I'm pretty sure there was one at the MCG where he was angry and he was hitting the glass and getting so wild. It was a final and was running down the final few seconds. He was, he had the headphones on, he had them off, he had them on, he was going absolutely burk. And then they won, it was like high fives and slapping. It was just, it was just the mood swings were amazing. Um, and look, there's been obviously batsmen walking off the ground and you know hitting windows and stuff like that and breaking windows, which smashed, is not cool. Smashed windows. Yeah. Uh, John McEnroe back in the day yeah. is an obvious one. Yeah, but absolutely. Did you enjoy them? Uh, I wouldn't say enjoy is the right word for it. I think it's a bad example. And as a parent and you get a bit older, you go, oh, that's a bit over the top. Created some interest because tennis can be pretty boring. <laughs> we haven't, we touched very, very delicately and basically on the Tim Kelly deal. Yeah. You, you, you're wrapped. Significant. Now, why, that's why, huge. why am I wrapped? Okay, this is your club. <laughs> Mate, please. You're well, down there a bit. Well, uh, yeah, I have a bit <clears throat> to do down there, but how good is it, though? Yeah, it's good that it got done so early. Oh, breath of fresh air. That, that's my favourite part of the deal. No, so my favourite part of the deal. That makes them absolutely <clears throat> premiership massive contenders. So let's take. These deals now, as all the ones we've spoken about, they probably will get done. Yeah, it's exhausting, but they'll get done. What clubs... They may have... even be done while we're standing in this booth. Yeah. Which clubs yeah. have got better during the trade period? So okay. West Coast. Oh, wow. Tim Kelly. Wow. It's, no, it's wow. It's yeah, wow factor. Such a good midfield. Wow. Player. Should they be premiership favourites? Second favourites. Richmond have to be favourites. Okay. So Richmond have done... Nothing at this stage. No need to, is there? Brisbane did some pick swapping. They yeah, they got, got rid of Ellis Yorman. Oh, yeah, okay. He's a big body. They need um, another big body. And they got rid of Louis Taylor. Yeah, he'll end up at Sydney as part of the Papley deal. Okay. So they say. Who else has Could already been done as we stand here, as I've said 15 times so the far. Fremantle have not got better, you have to no, say, at this stage. No, but no, no, no. they've got the draft to go. Yeah, but we're not talking about better under the draft. We're talking better under the trade. And mm. losing Bradley Hill is not better. So Geelong, you'd have to argue, uh, get worse. They replace Kelly with Jack Stevens. No, they've gone backwards. Okay. Any other clubs got Well, better? St Kilda will if they can pull off all their deals. Okay, Bradley Hill. Zach they, they, Jones. Getting, getting rid of Josh Bruce. Zach Jones they get. Okay. There's about four or five out there going to St Kilda. So they get better. Yeah, they definitely get better. Carlton into, get into be- the eight. Yeah, on the verge. Carlton will be better. Carlton look like they're going to be better if they get. See, Eddie Betts is an interesting one. He's thirty-two. Not that that shouldn't be a worry, but he dropped off towards the end. But way there's a, off. There's a bit of light. Like he'll get way a bump. Off. He'll get a bump for moving club. He'll have Correct. A few good games. Correct, and he probably his value at the football club at Carlton is not shouldn't always and only be measured in on-field success. So, bum, bums on seats. Bums on seats. Marketing away from the game and his value to Petrevsky, Seaton, Jack Martin. You know, is Jack Martin going to get there? Yeah, no, he's there, mate. He's there. He's got. He's living there already. <laughs> he's living there already. He is, mate. We didn't talk about his value. Ah, uh, way overrated. There's a lot of overrated blokes in trade time, mate. And he's one of them. So what, what, is it just picks? So Jack Martin, Carlton. Oh, no, that, yeah. Well, well who, yeah. A few years of development. Ben then. King. Ben King, yeah. How um, good is that? 
And the two boys, Noah Anderson and uh, Matty Rao, yeah. who will go one two because of the priority pick, mm. and they're besties, and they're gonna, they will now be lured to stay beyond their two years because Kingstain. I'm telling you now, that is so huge. And it's not about going to be massive on-field success straight away. But I'm telling you, Raul and Anderson, I heard them interviewed on Melbourne Radio, SEM with Gary and Tim, and that, their words basically, if I was a Gold Coast Suns fan and Victorian fan, I'd be hearing two very different stories. One, these blokes are committed to going up there and making a difference. And that's what I wanted to hear. Not, oh, yeah, yeah, they've got a good list. No, no, no. They never said that. <laughs> they said they think they could make a difference by sticking together, going together. Huge merit in that. And Ben King's decision to stay and avoid the, all the hoopla and hula-la to go down and play with his brother at St Kilda. Massive news for the AFL. Huge for Gold Coast Suns. Oh, I'm not rating it as huge just yet. Oh, you no, know, it's huge. Steve, why wouldn't you rate it as huge? You Tell know, me. You know what would be huge? No, what would be huge? If his brother went the other way. Yes. Is his brother any good? Don't know. Because you know the brother thing. There's always one better than the other. Mm, who were the best brothers? Like what? Cr- crackers? Yep. And I... Who I was... Jimmy was... Jimmy was better, but Phil had the more exquisite skills with the strange kicking style. Okay. Ablett is an obvious one. Gary over Nathan. Nathan was a premiership player. Yeah. yeah Selwoods. Fair difference. Selwoods. So Joel, Joel by, by a fair Adam, one. Scott and Troy. In that order? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, the Matiras. Uh, yeah, well, Pete by length of the Flemington Strait from Wally. Um, Chapel right. Brothers. Chapel. Yeah, okay. Greg yeah. was better than Ian and then Trevor, but Trevor That's gained more fame. Really stretching my knowledge. I'm a bit, bit young for the Chapels. The play cricket, mate. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Are you, you're looking at me like, what team did they play for? They played for Australia, mate. No, yeah. I know who the chapels are. Well, short and sharp, as they say, Steve, for this Tuesday, because so much could happen between now and posting this podcast. So thank you to everyone. Thank you for your patience. Steve, nice work by you. Thank you, Goss. So I think that... uh, I'm I'm just happy to avoid a tantrum in here. Yeah, no tantrum coming, Steve. It's a long day. I'm already tired and emotional. Uh, We're off. Thank you. Share the love. And don't forget, it is just a friendly chat. Two blokes having a chat about sport. Could be two women. Could be talking to your husband, talking to your wife, driving along. Wherever you're listening to us, if you're on the minds, thank you. If you're at home, in the car, at work... Thanks for listening. We don't take it too seriously. We don't try and go below the belt, and we certainly don't try to offend. But if we do, job done. Catch you next week.